I'm Darrell Baskin. You're listening to the Future of Real Estate on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Remember to find your next home at HomeGuideTulsa.com. One address, thousands of homes, HomeGuideTulsa.com. I want to invest in real estate. It sounds so exciting. It does, doesn't it? It does. And it's so easy because it's just going to be mailbox money. Because I went to this seminar this last weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All I have to do is fill out these papers, read this, say these things on the phone. Oh. And life is going to be amazing. Like anything that's, you know, push this button and all of a sudden it's going to be super simple. Okay. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. But wait a minute. I, you know, before there was like YouTube Mm -hmm. and we had things on VHS and cassette tapes. My dad had them. They, they were like the late night get rich quick order, you know, you order them online. They were full of great stuff. And if I had not had my dad's stuff that he had purchased because he wanted to be a real, investor, real estate investor, mm-hmm. I get the story. I know all about it. Right. I've been to all the classes. Right. If I hadn't been to those, my, who knows what I would be, but I certainly wouldn't have gotten in real estate. It helped me understand a lot. It's just not as easy. It's not like you wake up one morning and you're suddenly a millionaire. Right. There's a lot to it. There is. And people call like, oh, I want to be an investor. And then like out of 50 calls, one actually becomes an investor. It is. I, what I, do they need to know? Well, you have to realize, one, what are your goals? I mean, everyone, oh, I want to make money. Really, is it more that you want um, you want an asset that grows over time that you don't have to put much work into? Or do you want something that, you know, yeah, you have to ma- do some management for and you want some passive income? I say passive. It's not truly passive because you're doing some management. Or is it something where you put a little bit more work into it but then get a higher re- return? A little, yeah, like a flip. People always say, well, I can handle a little bit of work. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> let me show you some houses that need a little bit of work. Oh, I don't like this green carpet. They, they start turning into all of these, like, silly things. And, like, they, they want to go buy the houses. Mm-hmm that are fixed up. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're an investor. You need to buy the ugly houses that right. you can change a few things about and stop being so squeamish. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fine to have standards. Some people don't want to talk, touch structure, structural issues. They're like, uh, you know, and I get might that. Be, yeah, might be more than what you understand. Right. You don't want to get into stuff that you you don't know enough about. Right. And it's it's okay to say that um, I want a house with good bones, you know. But if you don't know enough about carpet and paint, right, you need to go find something else because you don't need to be an investor. Well, and you can learn about that, how much it costs per square foot, you know, what your measurements would look like, you know, to get these type of things. And there are calculators online that would help you that. They're just good local carpet salespeople that'll walk you through that and you can learn a lot from them. Right. You and can listen to this program. Yes. Well, we would learn a lot here. And I would encourage people to listen to a lot of other podcasts. You know, you and I are excellent real estate agents and know a lot about investing and a lot about real estate. We're not a sole source. So so much to talk about. So many different perspectives. In this 30 minutes that we'll have here, we can't even begin to, to scrape the surface. It's a, it's a matter of opening your understanding so you know what more what questions to ask. Yes, that's what you have to, you know, like I said, what your goals are, what you want to, how much you're willing to work. You know, if you're like, I got a bad back and I can't, you know, lay carpet or I can't do, you know, well, then we need to look at something that maybe is if you do you have more time or do you have more money? You know, what is your. That's, what, a, that's a good one. I, I often think I you know, I'll have a friend who's calling. I've known him for a long time. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking about getting into real estate investing. OK, well, tell me that you like to, to plunge toilets. Tell me. I like to plunge toilets. Say it with me. I like to plunge no, toilets. No, I don't like to clean toilets. <laughs> I, no, say this. I like to, you know, whatever. And I just do all these crazy things. Right. Uh, because if you don't, if you're not willing to do some of that stuff, at like spur of the moment, you'll end up paying so much 
because you're not dropping what you're doing to go take care of something that might be semi-emergency. You don't really know until you put your eyes on it. Right. That's why I did land. That was easy. I went to, bought a piece of land. I bought it at a really good price, and I did a little bit of work to it, and then I turned it on and sold it a year later for a, 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 a lot a, more. A lot more. And but you have to have a vision for that. Right. Because I, when I was showing something recently, and it was a new investor, and they said, you know, this has been on the market for a long time. Uh, what's wrong with it? I don't, I don't feel comfortable with it. They wanted something that everybody else was interested in. Well, that is where you lose the value because you need to find stuff, not that nobody wants, period, right. but that no one has a, an eye for the value. No one else has, has caught that vision. Right. And, of course, once you see it and you change it, you, you, in, you increase the value of it, that's where your profit is. Right. The, one, the land that I bought had a used mobile home on it and a bunch of trash, and I, you know, we cleaned it up. If people don't know how to get rid of a, a used mobile home, that's a big challenge to them. That wasn't hard. See, to you, it's not. Right. To me, I'd be like, okay, is it on a foundation? Does it count as a house? Okay, wait a minute. It's tie It's tagged and titled. So I can't just throw it away because somebody might come want it back, and then I've disposed of something. I mean, is that an issue? He's just going to call me. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> That's what it is. That's why you're an extension of my team. That's I go out. See, here's what really happens behind the scenes. Heather might say, oh, Daryl's on my team. Mm -hmm. And I just say, Heather... Uh, is on my team because we both have these specialties that really don't cross over that much because you got this land and you know this mobile home stuff that is far beyond. You, you can help people out much better. Than I call I him on Airbnbs. I'm like, okay, I need the rundown. You call Bridget on Airbnbs. Yeah, but they're, I mean, you guys like work together. You're like a team. So uh, that's right. I take credit for her work. <laughs> that's how it works. Ask her. She'll tell you. <laughs> She's amazing. Bridget is an extension of Daryl. And I was, I, I just, you know, asked her a bunch of questions yesterday. And an investor was like, I want to get in touch with them. And I was like, well, we can get you in touch with them and get this whole working. But that is, Airbnbs are more management unless you, until you get the systems down. Right. And then versus. Then you're managing a system. Yes. And then versus a rental. And, you know, it, each one has more risk versus reward. And you have to have multiple exit strategies for any type of property you're looking at. Well, exit strategy, just a backup plan is what I call it. Right. Because what happens if suddenly you're not getting short-term rentals through Airbnb? What is the actual market rate of it? Mm -hmm. So you can rent that out and minimize your losses for a period of time. You, you can't be squeamish. No. If you're a real estate investor. No. And, and you have to consider, you know, if you, yeah, what you're saying about the Airbnb is if you've got an Airbnb and you're like, oh, this would be great. And like all of a sudden people aren't renting it. Well, and people right now, uh, the interest rates go up and everybody thinks the sky is falling. Well, when I started, interest rates were over 10%. So now they're five and a half or whatever they, they happen to be today. And well, that's no big deal. But to everybody else, it's huge because it's changed the game a little bit. It's changed the numbers and it scares people. But right. that's when investors thrive. Right. And so getting your foot started and learning what your goals are, figuring out what your goals are from there, and then moving on to, you know, how much money do you have? Do you have more time versus money? And then you can figure out, okay, if I don't have very much money, but I have more time, then maybe it's going to be house hacking. Is That'll it? change over time, too. Yeah. You start off and you have lots of time. You do right. everything yourself. Right. But then after you've got a few, you're like, I don't have time for this anymore. It makes more sense to pay somebody $500 to take care of it. Right. and plunge the toilet. Right, and then having good vendors in that process who can give you a good rate is important. The team. Heather Vest. Tulsa VIP Homes, you're a VIP to me. Oh, that's sweet. You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.